Hey, and welcome back to the Playground Talks podcast. I'm Tammy Afriat, your host and a mother of three kiddos ages four, nine, and 12, and a parent coach. And I'm here to help you own your parenting style. And if you wonder what does it even mean, go ahead and check episode number 33, where we dive into what are the parenting style available out there. It's always easier to become something when you have a vision of what do you actually want to be. So I recommend go and check that out. And so for today, we talk about how do you actually set boundaries for kids? Because this is a very important aspect of their development that helps them and teach them how to appropriate, behave, respect each other, and to develop some healthy routine. So here are some tips in regard to setting boundaries effectively. The first thing is to check up with yourself. What are the boundaries that are important to you? and why. For example, you would want to recognize the boundaries and to set age-appropriate expectation to your child. For example, with toddler, let's take time boundary. You would decide when's the time to go for the daycare because probably you have also stuff that you need to be doing. And so you will tell your child that's the time where you hop into the car, I'll buckle you up. And that's the time boundary you set for your child. He gets to choose what song he wants to listen in the car. But in terms of time boundary, that's the boundary you set and you hold. Another example could be with hygiene routine. You can decide for your child that he's going to brush his teeth twice a day. And this is not negotiable. Same goes with, for example, changing diaper. When the toddler needs to change diaper, then you would give him the choice of if he wants to, again, sing a song or tell a story in the meanwhile as you change the diaper. But changing the diaper is not negotiable. On the other hand, you can say that the toddler can choose if he wants to have a longer shower or a shorter shower. But everything that goes into the hygiene routine you set the frame of what's going to happen and when is it going to happen. And as the child grows, he has more flexibility of having his own choices. For example, as the child grows up, you would set the time for the play date, but your child gets to choose who does he want to play with. Another example could be around food. So you set the boundary around how many snacks or sweet stuff your child get to eat, but he can choose if he wants to eat the cookie or the cupcake. Same goes with material boundary. You know, you buy the clothes for your child, but as the child grows up, he gets to choose whether he wants to wear a skirt or just the pants, you know? So those are just examples for you to decide, first of all, for yourself, where do you want to set the boundary and why do you do it? And so the next step after you came with your own plan in terms of setting boundaries is to say the reason why you set the boundary and set the expectation. And you would want to do it, of course, not in the middle of tantrum or meltdown. This would be in the middle of playtime or mealtime or just, you know, as you driving the car, you would say, oh, you know what? In our house, it's really important to have healthy eating habits. That's why when we come back home, 
you get to choose which dessert you want to have. And you can either have one cupcake or two cookies. So you made it really clear what's the expectation in terms of eating sweets in your house. You gave the reason and you also gave your child the opportunity to choose and to have this sense of autonomy. With reasoning, I do want to say that with toddlers, of course, you're going to repeat those things and make sure to keep it short and simple. It is not a 20 minutes presentation of deep dive into why they need to shower. It's just a simple sentence as you've got to shower so you'll feel comfortable with yourself not being stinky. But then when they get older or when you feel that they got it already, I typically ask the child, oh, now you tell me, why do we go to shower? Why do you need to brush your teeth? Oh, why do you need to clean up your room? So at some point, I'm going to ask the question. And even as asking the question, I would say, okay, let's start cleaning up. And as we clean up, you'll tell me why is it so important to clean up your room. So just to make the point of many parents keep reasoning forever until it gets, you know, a little bit boring for them. And that's a little tip of how to turn things around and make your child come up with the reasons. Okay, so other than set the expectation for yourself and then set the expectation for your child, there are some other things you might want to keep in mind. First is consistency. And I want to point out specifically set the same boundaries and hold the same boundaries when you are in public area as if you are in your own house. Meaning if you are going to the grocery shop and your kids want to have five candies, then you would hold the boundary of we agreed upon one sweet per day and you get to choose one thing. And so everything that goes into consequence and what happens if the kid is pushing your boundary. That's something you will dive into in the next episode. So stay tuned. In two weeks, you'll have that as well. But just for now, I want to say that in the short term, it might feel inconvenient to have this conflict in public. But in the long term, your child will know that you set the boundary and you hold the boundary whatsoever. And they cannot manipulate you when you are in public just because you are embarrassed by them, I don't know, screaming, kicking, yelling. And also, the sooner the better, which means the sooner you set a firm boundaries and your child knows that you're not going to back up, the better it will be. It will reinforce the kid complying with those boundaries, you know, not from a sense of I'm afraid of my parent, but from a very respectful and understanding why do you set those boundaries. Another key component is lead by example, model to your child, whatever you want to see. If you set boundaries around food, don't eat the whole gallon of ice cream in front of them when you set the boundaries for them. If you set hygiene boundaries, they would even see you or listen to you saying, hey, now I'm going to get myself ready for today and I'm going to do my hygiene routine, brushing my teeth. It can be also if you limit screen time, you would also say that's the time when mommy gets to have fun with her screen time. But before that, 
mommy used her phone or her laptop to do some work. So basically, children learn by observing their parents and caregivers. And that's why the best you could do, even more than mentoring, guiding, teaching, preaching to your child, is to show them how to respect others' boundaries and demonstrate self-disciplines. And last thing is be open to adjustment. As your kid grows up, you might change the boundaries. You make the boundaries a little bit more flexible. You'll give your child more opportunity to make their own boundary. For example, let's say it's shower time and cleanup time and the kids get to choose what does he do first. If he wants to first clean up or get to shower, or if he needs to do homework, then Is he going to first do homework and then have screen time or the other way around? So in order to raise independent kids and kids that take responsibility and accountability, I encourage you to leave those spaces where the kids chooses for themselves. And again, if they don't do something, that's something we'll dive into in the next episode, but One more thing about that is I tend to have a faith in my children. Once I'm setting a boundary, I'm not saying what's the consequence if the boundary is not going to be met. I'm leaving the time and I'm giving them the options to follow the guidelines without consequence. And then if they don't, then I'm introducing the consequence, either logic consequence, natural consequence, and we'll talk about it in the next episode. So just to sum up, we talked about three steps, which is first, ask yourself, what are the boundaries that is important to you? Also prioritize. You can't have, you know, struggle and conflict in every single area in your child's life. So you would want to pick first. Do you want to do hygiene routine? Do you want to first talk about eating routine? sleeping routine, like whatever is the most urgent thing for you to take care of, start with this and define specifically what's the boundary and what's your expectation in regard to this boundary. And after you've done that, you would want to introduce the boundary with the why, with the reasoning behind that and be faithful with your child. And remember that setting boundaries is a process that requires patient consistency and open communication as the child grows up and has more ability to communicate and adjust those boundaries. I want to empower you to set and hold those boundaries because kids need them in order to develop self-discipline, respect to others, and a sense of personal responsibility. If that was helpful, please share and rate this podcast. It will be helpful to spread this to other parents. Also, if you need a one-on-one coaching session with me, I would love to meet you. So book your 30 minutes free call with me and we can dive into and understand what is it that you are being challenged with. And lastly, I started a new newsletter, which will include episode summary, book summary, free download that you can have handy on your iPhone with some practical tools. So everything is on the show note. Go ahead and check that out. And as usual, until the next episode, treat yourself and your kids with compassion and curiosity. Bye.